0: Hi everybody, welcome once again to Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about movies. My name is Les Roberts.
1: And I'm Ann Elder.
0: Today, Anne, we are going to review and discuss uh-huh. The Great Gatsby.
1: Maybe we can just eviscerate it, but go ahead.
0: <laughs> well, let me start off by saying that the novel by F. Scott Fitzgerald, The Great Gatsby, is my favorite American novel of all time, right next to Huckleberry Finn. Why did I not like this movie very much? They told the story, as they were supposed to, which is about a man who comes out of nowhere. He's got a gazillion dollars. A man of mystery. A man of mystery. They don't know where he got his money. He buys this astonishing home on the Long Island Sound, and we find out all he wants to do is to be near the woman that he once loved, Daisy Buchanan. Mm-hmm. She is played by Carrie Mulligan. Gatsby is Leonardo DiCaprio. This is supposed to be a love story, an incredible look on the super, super, super rich... And of the 20s. Of the 20s, sure. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't this film work? I think one of the reasons for me, mm-hmm. because the Fitzgerald book is written so brilliantly... Poetically. Yes, It's hard to put that on film. They've tried to do it before. They did it in 1949 with Alan Ladd playing Gatsby, which turned into a gangster film, really. Mm -hmm. And in the 70s with Robert Redford and Mia Farrow. I love that. It was a good film. It wasn't as good as the book for me, but it was a good film. This is just not a good film at all.
1: Not in one possible area is this a good movie. Well,
0: I've got to blame the bulk of it on the director, Baz Lerman. He is a brilliant director. He has done uh-huh. some astonishing things. He puts his own style, which is over the top, on everything. And he does this to Gatsby so that we begin with these incredible parties at his home. I've been to a lot of parties at rich people's home. Nothing ever like this, Mm And So I stopped believing that. I stopped believing the way Leonardo DiCaprio played Gatsby. We're supposed to care about him despite the fact that he lies, despite the fact that he has made his money illegally. He is a charming man. But he brags about himself so much in this film that I think, come on, even if I hadn't read the book, I know you didn't do all this stuff. What's the deal here? Well, first of
1: all, I want to say this is a disaster of a film. I'm tempted to call it The Great Ghastly. And I am going to call it that from now on because I think every element of filmmaking was sabotaged by the director. I'm going to start with the casting. Leo DiCaprio is kind of a super all-American iconic guy. He worked very nicely in movies like Titanic. He does not have the acting chops to pull off the mysterious secretive charisma of a Jay Gatsby's. I want to compare him for a second to what Robert Redford did with the same role in 1974. Unlike DiCaprio, Redford has the ability to draw a wall around himself while he's on screen. That's important for a character like Jay Gatsby because you think you're seeing the real Jay Gatsby with Robert Redford playing him. But what you are seeing is just an image of Jay Gatsby. And that's the genius of Robert Redford's portrayal. You never really get to the soul of Gatsby because there is no soul to this man. That made the character fascinating to watch. He also never really let down his guard when he was showing his great love for the Daisy played by the ephemeral and gorgeous and beautiful and very fae Mia Farrow. Those two had a kind of inane love affair that worked because that was the concept that Fitzgerald had in his head when he wrote The Great Gatsby. These are not about great people. The irony, the sardonic concept of The Great Gatsby was that these were very shallow people and they were living a very shallow existence. DiCaprio's Gatsby plays it like a very needy, whining human being. He's not at all mysterious. And I think Baz Luhrmann, the director, was so busy casting the 3,000-plus people for those garish, opulent, dull party sequences that he lost sight of what his leading man was doing.
0: I think you're probably right about that. There is a scene late in the film where the Gatsby character totally loses his temper and gets very physical with Daisy's husband, played by Joel Edgerton. And I gasped when I saw that. Gatsby doesn't do that. He's not going to punch anybody. He's just not that person. He
1: is a beautiful, handsome, remote person. That's the character that was created out of the brain of F. Scott Fitzgerald, not this kind of combative human being who telegraphs, frankly, all of his emotions. DiCaprio played this like a sophomore in an acting class who didn't quite get his act together before opening night. That really sabotaged the film because it doesn't make the dramatic arc of the story work. And in fact, you don't root for him whatsoever. No, you don't. There's no one to root for. At one point in the film, I thought, you know, I don't like any of these human beings at all. I'm supposed to at least have someone to root for. I didn't think that Joel Edgerton, who plays the villainous Tom Buchanan, played it correctly either. He looked like he was an extra coming in from some Australian Western with that kind of bravado. He didn't have any of the sneakiness, the crafty, the slyness of the real Tom that we saw back in the 1974 version, Bruce Dern. which was played by Bruce Dern. A much more brilliant cast. And I will say this, that 74 version is genius filmmaking. It was terribly underrated. It's so much better than this. I was terribly disappointed. The other thing, of course, that Baz Lerman did to destroy the great Gasly, <laughs> he put a mishmash of Jay-Z's music combined with some of the great classics of the 20s, like Cole Porter music and Gershwin's Rhapsody, Rhapsody in Blue. Which in Blue. came How out of nowhere. dare he do this? the film was just a travesty I thought it was a mess from beginning to end I thought it was a big carnival he didn't know what he was doing when he took on this project he was very good Baz Luhrmann when he directed Moulin Rouge his style is much better suited to a kind of comic serial opera presentation He's not good with this kind of a project. Not Uh, at all. He has no poetry in his soul. Apparently
0: not. We can't ignore Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire plays basically the narrator of the story. He is a guy who's on the edge of success. He doesn't know anybody. He rents a small cottage right next door to the Gatsby Mansion. He becomes very entranced with Jay Gatsby and who he is. Well,
1: he's also the cousin to Daisy. Right. So... Gatsby uses him to get to Daisy.
0: Now, for me, and I have read this book maybe 10 times, uh-huh. and I take something different from it every time I read it, because I'm five or six years older each time. <laughs> the last time, Nick Carraway, the Toby Maguire character, is a social climbing rat. He really is. Yeah. And he comes off as a nothing role in this He's film. He's very
1: bland in this film. I didn't care for his portrayal either. I think Sam Waterston did the 74 version. He was much better. Again, these were great actors. Karen Black did a great job as Tom Buchanan's mistress. Isla Fisher, horribly miscast, terribly costumed. She looked like a cartoon, like Betty Boop. Everything about this movie was a disaster. I've said it over and over again. I can't stress enough. This movie is really outrageously bad.
0: It is a terrible disappointment to me. I have been looking forward for a year to seeing this film. By the way, it was supposed to have been released last year around Oscar time. Uh and Guess what? Yeah, they held it off for five months. (laughs) I felt dismal when I walked out of there. Yes,
1: and I felt desperate too because I think DiCaprio was so miscast. If I heard him say old sport one more time, I wanted to rent an Austin Healey and run over him. That's how angry I was because he was so... So brilliantly bad.
0: (laughs) In the book and in the Redford movie, when the two men meet, Nick has been invited to the party and he doesn't know who Gatsby is. And he's talking to this gentleman that he met by accident. And Uh he's saying, you know, is he a weird guy? And Gatsby said, I'm sorry. uh, I'm Gatsby. Sorry, old sport. I thought you knew. You just throw it off like that. You don't say it every five minutes.
1: Really? It was one of the most disappointing movies I've ever been to. It Lacked Heart. It lacked soul. It was just nothing more than a carny ride, and it was a big ego trip for Buzz Lehrman. For me, the great Ghastly was a great big fat failure. This one rates a red light for me all the way around.
0: Okay, I'm not going to give it a red light, and because the story is great. Well, go
1: read the book. Exactly. Or rent the 74 version. Right,
0: but I'm not going to take it over the side completely. If you have never read the book, The Great Gatsby, if you have never seen the Redford film, do so and then see this. Make up your own mind. For me, it's a very dim yellow light. Dim as in D as in disappointed. So a yellow light and an angry red light for the 2013 version of The Great Gatsby. We're going to be back to review another film very, very soon. We hope you will come with us. Until that time, my name is Les Roberts.
1: And I'm Ann Elder.
0: And Greenlight Reviews hopes that you don't have to sit through one of these wild, crazy, loud, and boring parties the next time we see you at the movies. Hi,
1: I'm Christina Yerling-Biro, host of the podcast Pop Culture Confidential.